Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. I think paranormal activities are well good if you take them as a comedy. Like, if you go in and expect <laughs> them to be funny, they are proper funny. Hi, deaf camera. On. My girlfriend, Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? I think we're going to have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. Picture this. You're driving down, uh, like, a narrow country road. What's the oh. scariest thing that you could see? Like, your headlights are shining and maybe, like, say, 20 yards in front of the car. You see something in the beam of your headlights in the middle of the road. What is the scariest thing? Get Out. I fucking love Get Out. I think it's such a sick film. Get out! Yo! <laughs> Rose, we gotta go. Is everything okay? Rose, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Rose! Come on. It's a terrible thing to waste. What's the scariest film you've ever seen? I remember when I was younger watching um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. They they terrified the shit out of me. What the hell was that? What? I just saw something. That's it. If somebody's out there, just come on out! The scariest film I've ever seen was actually only made the scariest because of my dad. Okay. It's called Dead Silence, and it's about puppets. You know when you're so you're you're crying, but you're so scared, no tears are coming out. We were all just like <laughs> like that. There's an old ghost story around here about a woman named Mary Shaw. The ventriloquist who lost her voice. Back when I was a boy, a little boy went missing. There was only ever one suspect, Mary Shaw. She was murdered. The men cut out her tongue. And this town has been plagued by death ever since. Families found without their tongues. Do not scream. Or she'll rip your tongue out at the scene. 
Jack makes happy hour. All I'm saying is I miss the pub. What's wrong with that? Well, we're, we've been due to record at four o'clock. You pushed it back to five o'clock. Yeah, sorry. Then... I, was, I, was, I was running, getting the KMs in. What? Burning, burning cows. <laughs> and then, and then I'm ready to record. Ten minutes later, and you're just saying, hold on, we will record. I just want to see when the weather spoons are reopening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because literally just before coming on... Uh, hello, by the way, welcome back to Chatmate <laughs> Podcast. We're here with Stevie White and Alfie Indra. Uh, just before coming on to do this podcast, I saw um, a comedian tweet that he was fuming and all the replies just so happened to be pub, pub, fancy pub. So I was like, no way, the bloody pubs are reopening. I googled UK pub and there's an article about Weatherspoons planning to reopen. And apparently you will be allowed to go up to the bar, which I do not condone, but um, would quite like a beer. How are you boys doing? <laughs> uh, yeah i'm all right yeah <laughs> same old you missing the pubs probably not as much as you mm. what mm. oh what are you implying there stevie you take after your mum um... <laughs> oh, wow this is a phobias episode not addictions yeah i don't think it's the time or the place to start talking to jack about his drinking problem if i'm honest <laughs> I'm literally three and a half weeks into sobriety. I'll have you know. I, I, I literally, have, I've gone the whole of May without smoking, uh, without drinking, or smoking my vape. Do they call it smoking my vape? Also, I've I've been doing very well. I've been running. So fuck you both. Okay. I believe in you. I'm there every step of the way. You don't sound like you believe in me. Shall we go back to whatever we were going to do this podcast on? Uh, this episode is all about fears. In the first episode, we learned that Alfie's got a fear of dead birds. Stevie's got a fear of wet hair. Mm. In the second episode, we um, I can't really remember what we did. It was a bit of a forgettable episode, really. We just spoke, we, we spoke about uh, smackheads always always hossing about, always running about. Um, I probably offended quite a lot of people out there. Yeah. But to be fair, I haven't actually received any any um kind of like offense from from smackheads but then again they've got them kind of like little burner phones that can't get on the internet and that so i think they can take a joke as well smackheads good sense of humor smackheads yeah. <laughs> if, if there's what if there's one thing about smackheads cracking sense of humor <laughs> why don't we pitch that to bbc3 online smackheads live at the apollo yeah or like yeah, i think they do really well <laughs> okay right has anyone got any other phobias i've got a little quiz for you later on in the show but i just want to I, I know i know alfie you, you you're quite a scared timid little man so what what else scares well, you well i don't know why you have to put my size into it just say scared man why are you saying little man he said timid uh, yeah he said timid little man oh did he <laughs> yeah rewind it if you're listening to this i said i said scared timid little man all three of them so <laughs> <laughs> what else are you scared of mate there must be something um been thinking about this mm. um I- i'm a bit worried about saying it because i've been getting sent pictures of dead birds all week um, oh okay right which hasn't been very nice i thought you told me that that's some kind of therapy though like staring your fears in the face no you said that to me and and i, <laughs> I didn't want it um no 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 boy no 
you scared timid little man. You mm. it was you said that somebody had sent you a picture of it because that's the way to handle it. And I was like, I'm not pretty sure that's not how it works. If I see pictures of small holes, I don't think oh I, oh, I see I like yeah. Them. yeah, so they've been I don't think they've really been taking the piss. They've been trying to cure my phobia by sending me pictures of dead birds. Um Right. Which by the way has had the exact opposite effect, which is why I haven't replied to anyone that's done that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't see how it is gonna work. No, no, it makes no sense whatsoever, does it? I'm, I'm scared of my own death, but if somebody tweets a picture of me in a coffin, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's fine, bring it on. I know. I'm tempted to say I'm scared of, like, like beautiful naked women. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but in many ways, it'd be accurate. All right, what else are you scared of? <laughs> um, horror films. And I can't believe I haven't said this before, because I'm terrified of horror films oh, to yes. a very extreme extent. Does the genre matter? Like don't not like as in within the horror. Well, it, has to, so... it has to be horror, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, with within the horror, does the style of horror matter? So are you scared of just a blanket statement, all horror films? Like for my for instance, I think paranormal horror films are bullshit and they just aren't scary. No, I think they're I think they're well, they are bullshit. It's a film, Stevie. It's not mm. Louis Theroux. No, but I can't feel fear like over Paranormal Activity. I think is the worst series of films ever created, Scare and I've me. seen all three um, Human Centipede films. I think Paranormal Activities are well good, and I said this. I'm pretty sure I said this in a half hour with Robbie at one point, but I think they're well good if you take them as a comedy. Like if you go in and expect <laughs> them to be funny, they are proper funny. But I remember one one. I think it was like because I saw every single one in the cinema. I am not ashamed to admit, but I think one of them, uh, in one of them, the the ghost rocks up. But you, you, as he rocks up. Well, as he leaves, yeah, he leaves. So the door slams, poof, like that, and they're all shitting themselves. And I swear, I don't know whether this was intentional or not, but I swear you hear a car engine start and then leave. <laughs> so like, <laughs> she turned up in a Ford Escort. <laughs> so, so bizarre. But yeah, it depends your kind of mind frame if you go in, it, like how you go in on them. If that makes sense. Like, um, paranormal activities. Not the paranormal activity films, but films around paranormal activity can be scary because what's that yeah. one? I think we spoke about this before on the pod, Stevie. But what's the one where like, like people started going mental when they watched it or something? It was like pos- being possessed. Being possessed is scary. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it is scary. It is scary. What, what's um, the one I'm thinking of? Do you know what I mean? What they no. watched it and then went mental. Yeah, I, it's, it's like oh come on, like it's it's like. Uh, the possession gonna, of someone film about possession pos, pos, possessed film about possessed uh that's not a sentence is it <laughs> film about possessed <laughs> um i can't think some the people i, out I there genuinely probably, have no idea apparently like there's meant to be like real footage in it or something yeah that's that is bullshit though isn't it because the, in all these films, you watch them and you're like, "Fuck, that could that could be real." And then at the end, it goes, "All of these characters are based on fiction," and it's like, "Well, what was the fucking point in saying based on a true story at the start?" Yeah, I love that they always write like based on true events, and the only actual true event is like a two minute segment from the whole film. Yeah, or someone thought they saw a ghost, and you made a whole series out of it. Do you believe in ghosts then, Alf? No, see, I, this is what I said last time. I don't believe in ghosts, but they scare me so much. Oh, yeah, the, I remember now. I, I, remember I don't know why. Um, well, I suppose it makes sense. Like, I don't believe in ghosts, but just because I don't believe in something, it doesn't mean that I could be proven wrong. 
So mm. out of nowhere, if a ghost appeared and showed me that it that I was wrong, I'd be terrified. But, but, but <laughs> I can't remember if I said this last week. I probably did. Uh, I have a tendency to repeat myself. But if if th- there must be a part of your brain that s- that thinks ghosts can be plausible, because like for example, I'm not trying to be edgy, but I don't I don't believe there's a god. One hundred percent do not believe there's a god. So I don't live my life ever worrying about like, oh, I'm going to be at them pearly gates one day and I'm going to have to like, ex- like repent for my sins. Like I don't, that's in my head, that is not a feasible option. So the fact that mm. we're a little bit wary of, could there be a ghost in the dark? Like that means to me that at least 1% of our brain believes in it. No. Yeah. I think, well, that- I think you must be right. Yeah. Well, that, that's something I said when we had um, Lawrence on, I said that the link between ghosts and God is too fine because that's the whole point of ghosts so that they can't go on to the afterlife. So that's where that theory has come from. And that's all based on religion. And I don't believe in religion. So therefore my brain has automatically jumped to the thought that ghosts also can't be real or there must be something else after life. <laughs> which would lead me back. Which would lead me back to religion. So I'd just be keep going in a circle. You don't believe in reli- religion. Religion's real. No, but like as in, I don't have any faith in any religion. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. If I see, if if one day I'm I'm sort of like sat here editing or something, I see a little ghost by my side, and it's <laughs> just, like oh. just a little one, <laughs> little timid ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a really nice guy. <laughs> and um i know it's real like i'm like shit that's real that's not just my imagination then i reckon after that day going forward i'll believe in god you believe in god as well well that that's that's where i'm standing with it i I agree with jack there if i see a ghost i will automatically link it to thinking that's an afterlife thing which is linked to religion and god and christianity in that Mm, sense i think if i see a ghost i'll admit myself to a a mental and mental institution because i would yeah. i'd rather be mad than ghosts exist yep, yep, uh... well, that that is the other thing if jack if you did see a ghost next to you right now and you had no way of proving that to fiona or to one of us mm. like we wouldn't believe you no no but then you'd be the fucking idiots i'd be be warning you and you'd be like you'd be like ignoring all the red flags and that i do feel sorry for people that are seeing ghosts because they do get this kind of reaction but in many ways i completely get what you're saying stevie because my 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 nan bless her um she she reckons that she's had a conversation with a ghost once and when she tells you like my 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 nan is quite a young like and like she's old but she's quite a young old nan (laughs) (laughs) so so she's she's 74 or 75 yeah but she's like very um what am i trying to say like articulate she's she's she she knows what she's saying yeah she's not like a a senile old woman but um when she when she talks about this ghost she talks about it with such conviction that like that that there's no other option so but but all the rest of the family including me we just kind of like laugh it off straight away and think she's a fucking idiot for talking about it so can you explain it (laughs) Can, can you explain this situation in which she spoke to a ghost she said yeah that she was in her room at her house um and then in the middle of the night she felt like um you know, like if you if you're the only one in a double bed, and then someone sits on the bed, you feel you can feel like the bed go in, right. yeah. 
yeah, so yeah. She, she said she felt that and my granddad was away so she was like what that's weird like maybe the dogs got up on the bed or whatever and she turned around she said there was a man dressed as a sailor sat there so she was she was like she was a bit scared (laughs) (laughs) and um she said she just she just spoke to him and asked who he was and that for a couple of minutes and then he just sort of disappeared which is weird no no so it's just a dream probably and then again she also said that she's not going to have a chinese takeaway anymore after corona so fucking okay (laughs) it really annoys me because one of my old um primary school teachers used to say our our school was named after a a saint of england and she used to go oh i was driving home the other day and the ghost of this saint i'm not going to say the saint because people look up the school but the ghost of this saint was following me home um on his horse right How how does she know what specific ghost it was because she could see right. that it was this guy. And I was thinking, these ghosts have... Let, let's call her Maureen, right? These yeah. ghosts have infinite... Well, I, I expect they can travel anywhere they want in the world. And he's choosing to follow Maureen home in her Corsa. No, you wouldn't do that, <laughs> would you? You'd go see the pyramids or something. <laughs> but but, but how, do we know how quickly ghosts can travel? <laughs> Well, one horsepower was his. <laughs> but, I, but I also imagine they don't get tired and they could probably sneak onto a plane quite easily. <laughs> Good stamina. I don't yeah. know. Would a ghost need to sneak on a plane? Couldn't it just like hoss it across the ocean? I suppose, yeah. If it was if on they, smack. If, yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine how quick a smackhead ghost would be. That would be the quickest oh. thing. It'd be like Pac-Man. Maybe Pac-Man was on smack. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. We've just done a whole bit about ghosts. It's weird. That's After yeah. Alfie telling us he like didn't like horrors. Uh, Don't like horror films. Alfie, do you think you've ever come close to seeing a ghost? Um, well, there, there was this one time where I thought, maybe, you know. And, right. th- and that was because... I mean, this is a boring story and can be easily easily explained away. Um, so I'm going to say it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I I, uh, I was at a um, I used to be sort of teaching schools. Um, mm. My my first ever job was to go around different schools in the area and deliver PE lessons. Right. And uh, at one of the schools, it was a really old building, and I looked down the corridor, and there was this old man in a suit just staring at me. Right. right. Yeah, and I looked down, and immediately looked up again to double take, and he wasn't there anymore. And I thought, hmm, he, that's weird. Yeah, unless, yeah, but, but yeah, I just thought that was weird. But then I was like, oh well, it obviously wasn't a ghost, so I what, just carried how, on with my day. But yeah, that was probably the closest. If you, how quickly did you look down and up? Two seconds, maybe. Fucking hell, he must have been on but, the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, was there was there a other corridor he could have gone down? Next to the position in which you saw him, or a door, or anything. Where yeah, he I suppose he, I suppose he could have. It was just weird that he was staring at me. I guess. Yeah, well, he's just seen a scared little timid boy at the end of the corridor, <laughs> trying to give a <laughs> yeah. PE lesson. Why is that pupil not in there? <laughs> not in there <laughs> if, anything, if anything, he looked at you and thought that's weird. 
Yeah. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me ask you this then, right? Um, picture this: you're you're driving down uh, mm. like a narrow country road. Um, Stevie, you're not obviously. You're getting a lift. Uh, what, <laughs> yes. What's the scariest thing that you could see? Me and Fiona always play this game. What's the oh. scariest thing that you could see? Like your headlights are shining, and maybe like say. 20 yards in front of the car you see mm. something in the beam of your headlights in the middle of the road now i want you to to give me one answer what is the scariest thing are you going for something fictional are you going for something non-fictional mm. because bear in mind in this in this scenario you can say a ghost you can say okay. bigfoot what 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 are you going for stevie we'll start with you um, well, as I've just kind of said, my I have a bit of an issue with the paranormal. So if I suddenly saw like a ghost or <laughs> Sorry. something, Sorry, just... <laughs> bit of an issue. <laughs> bit of, we don't get on. Got a bit of a history with them. Got beef. Like, if if I did see, if I did see like a ghost or something on a road, I'd my brain would automatically just assume that the light is reflected in a certain. Like my brain would just make sense of it and just get on with life. Mm. Whereas if I saw let's say, say like a 10, 12-year-old girl just on the edge of the road, that mm. would creep me the fuck out because if it was an adult, I'd think it was like someone hiking or something, or like hitchhiking or something. <laughs> but if it's a child, yeah. there's no link, there's no reason they should possibly be there. No. <laughs> what about so that, hitchhiking that or would something? Creep me out. Yeah, there's no, not going to be a 10 or 12-year-old little kid hitchhiking. What about, so. what about if they're just wondering why you never called them back? <laughs> Wow. Uh, he's not a nonce. He's not a nonce, I promise. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. What, all right, so yours is a little kid, which is similar to mine, really, but Alf, what's yours? Mm, peacock. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, probably. Right, so this this is the thing, right? For me, it's got to be something I know is not, I know is paranormal. So it would probably be someone i know who's died right and maybe looking at me and like doing doing a scary face looking at me i reckon <laughs> just doing a scary face yeah so what about if it was someone you know that had died but they were just smiling mm. how, how integral is the scary face to this well if they were smiling if they were i still wouldn't like it <laughs> what okay i think what about a clown would anyone hate a clown yeah i'd hate that you know when that went around a couple of years ago and it was just people just seemed to keep dressing up as clowns and going around yeah i think that was creepy as fuck because it's just so unnecessary and you've got to be a deranged type of person to think you know what i'm gonna do today dress up as a clown and scare the shit out of people like yeah. for no reason, you're getting nothing out of it. They no, 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 no. You are that. You are because like I, I constantly hide around my house and make Fiona jump and stuff. And oh, I yeah, love that, doing because, that. Yeah. yeah, doing it to someone you know is absolutely fine. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you how awkward it is. Exactly what you've just said. I remember uh, one of my old housemates had her dad stay with us for a few days from Ireland, right. and um, I heard the front door going, and it automatically assumed it was uh, my housemate decided to jump out and scare scare him and it was just this Irish man staring at me and I've never felt more uncomfortable. 
like that is awkward if it was my housemate i would have laughed but because it was someone i didn't really know i felt like a prick imagine, imagine the thrill though the yeah. thrill must be amazing imagine right halloween we'd we all dress up as like a goat like a like a clown like a devilish clown and we go up to mousehold heath which i think is the second shout out that's got in a row on this podcast <laughs> and we um and we we go we hide in a bush and just wait for people to walk past and when they walk past we go like Hi, like, and, and just scare them. Off. <laughs> not... When they walk past, we have a nice chat with them. No, that, hey. <laughs> You're right. That's, that's, that's Pennywise. Yeah, really good impression. Hey, Georgie. <laughs> He's like that. Oh, that was a bit better. Yeah, um, it's just it's just Scooby Day. <laughs> Again, I I think there's a little bit more of a reason to that because it's Halloween. But like people were doing this just on like random roads for no reason like throughout october and it yeah, just seemed idiots. like but they like they'd go around with axes and chainsaws and stuff I'm well, like, what? that's a bit mental that is a yeah. bit mental yeah I, but, but they're I, also I, doing it alone jack would you go to mouse altif dress as a clown alone and just jump out and scare people yes i would in fact we better wrap this podcast up because i've got <laughs> plans i have got plans right okay there we go horror films um what is the scariest film ever go hey anyone you you go alfie because you, you you have more of a um, thing horrors well the scariest film i've ever seen uh was actually it only made the scariest because of my dad um and okay. that was, it was it's called dead silence and it's about puppets and um i was probably about 14 15 watching it watching it with my friends mm-hmm. and uh one of us needed a wee so obviously we all went down because they were too scared to go on their own and then other people were too scared to be left in the in my room on their own i love that you said they they it wasn't me i wasn't the scared one they were oh no i went down i went down yeah and um and while i was down there um my dad snuck up into my room and hid in my wardrobe oh um but the problem was we actually stayed down for about half an hour um and and he stayed in there i love that Um, commitment and then when we got up there, um, I started t- talking about disgusting sexual things. Oh um, no! I know it really, it really was awkward. And then what, and um, your dad jumped out and was like, "I told you not to tell him, Alfie." Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because he hadn't finished yet. Um, oh, so, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so um, he then. Um, yeah, he then waited for like a really suspenseful moment and jumped out of the. Uh, wardrobe and screamed and we w- it was mental the the fear <laughs> i really thought that it was a puppet um, <laughs> what'd you yeah. do uh cried did you think so yeah we we all just we all just you know when you're so you're you're crying but you're so scared no tears are coming out we were all just like <laughs> like that. that is brilliant yeah it wow. was good it was horrible I, that, I that just, was a scary film i love his commitment yeah, yeah. I, I remember how many times I've tried to do something like that and I've just been stood there like, for fuck's sake, why are they taking so long? No, yeah. he, like, smashed you, it. he smashed it. Yeah, the second you commit, you just got to stick with it. Yeah, must have been I, up there for about 40 minutes in total. Just in I that did that, when I did that week in the Big Brother house, I um, hid behind a towel rack for what seems to be about two hours. Um, in reality, it's probably about an hour and a bit. But... Um, I, I waited and waited and waited, and I was obviously very aware that I was being recorded. So I was thinking this could make a little good, good little clip. This and um, 
the girl came and I uh, jumped out at her and she just didn't react. That's <laughs> <I was just laughs> brilliant. Yeah, and it's just like, I feel like such a knob. I've just wasted um... an afternoon, an afternoon <laughs> on this. But then I again, had a, uh... go on. Carry on, no, you carry on. I was just going to say there was fuck all else to do in there, really. So it didn't matter. Yeah. I had uh, my old housemate. Um, it's it's similar to that. I, I used to jump out and scare him all the time, but mm. only because of his reaction. He had a really delayed reaction to being scared, but like it was still genuine. So I well, could I, jump I, out. Declan Rice. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. Honestly, I'd jump out and go, rah, and then it would take about three seconds for him to suddenly go, oh my God. <laughs> it, it's the best thing. That, 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 that implies that he's probably faking it now. No, it implies it just takes a few seconds to get into his brain what's just happened, but it still has terrified him. Like buffering. <laughs> exactly. It's so good. I, I think the film that I was trying to think of is uh, Poltergeist, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't, yeah. Mm, yeah. It's not the scariest of films. Well, all right, Stevie, because you think you're a hard man when it comes to scary films. What's the scariest film you've ever seen? Um... I'm I'm not a fan of things, as I said, that could happen in real life. So I remember when I was younger watching um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films, yeah. the original Ooh, and obviously yeah. the remake, yeah. and they, they they terrified the shit mm. out of me because it's it's one of those where like thinking of the film, you think it is just this guy who's like a serial killer, but then his whole family are in on it, who's like a sheriff and stuff. So it's like you're getting every time you think they're finally safe, they're not. And it's yeah. like that could that could easily happen. It's just a deranged family. Yeah. What, so what stuff what, like that? What about the Blair Witch Project? That's similar, isn't it? Never seen it. That that's a. Uh, that. mm. that, that, that's not similar, is it? I thought that was a like a handheld. That was one of the first like weird. Yeah. Films. They tried yeah. to make people think it was like a vlog, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before vlogging was a thing. Have you ever seen the Babadook? Yes, I no. thought that was dreadful. But everyone I spoke to really liked it. What is it? Because I've, I've, because uh, I'm on Google now, just looking at some horror films, and and the the Babadook doesn't look scary to me. Just looks like a guy in a top hat, long hair. No, so um, <laughs> I I watched it once and honestly could not get into it at all. And then I spoke to someone. I think it's a bit of a cult film where, like, if you're that way inclined, you're gonna love it. But I I just thought it was dreadful. It's like a mum and his her son in a house and there's like this thing in the basement um is and it? it looks like that thing in a top hat and i think it ends up killing the dog uh, it's yeah it's it's mm. as hard as i'm trying to explain it that's as exciting as you're it not was. selling it to me exactly because it's just there's just nothing to it i know i'm not gonna like it because the website i've just clicked on the popcorn muncher describes it as the babadook is a study of human grief and bereavement now i don't think that horror films or like scary films can be deep can have like it just make me jump do you know what i mean i don't need you to be a oh huge... no no that you're wrong you're, Why? what about what about um jordan peels like get out their social commentaries on oh yeah yeah uh... but I, I i don't think they're scary films what was the film that came out um last year that they went to the swedish you. festival you no. oh no that, that that was that that was that weird one that you you actually said on the podcast about and i didn't mean uh, you i meant us uh but you're uh, you're us, talking yeah, about, i didn't mind you're, you're talking you you was that weird stalker netflix show but um oh god what yeah you're on about that weird kind of psychedelic sort of uh like it's not but you almost imagine shia labeouf to be in it don't yeah you? it's midsummer Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah see, that is see, weird. I went and saw Midsummer, and um, 
I just thought it was dreadful, and I've spoken to so many people about it afterwards, and they think I'm crazy for hating yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I just thought it was, it was just, it was, it's exactly what you've just explained. It's a film about emotions and feelings. The girl's upset because of fat. I'm not doing a spoiler. It's been out ages now. Mm. Um, well, it's still it a happens. spoiler to people no, who haven't <laughs> seen it. Yeah, but if they haven't that. seen it by now, it was out, if they it haven't was seen out, it by it was now. last year. <laughs> well, well, no, I'm not, it happens instantly in the film as well, the bit I was about to say. Right. Her family die right at the start. Like, in, <laughs> the first thing that happens in the film is that her family die and mm. she's grieving. And that's why she goes to the festival. And it's all just about her mental health. But mm. I just didn't I just didn't connect to it at all. I thought it was really cool. I don't want to be misconstrued. I do like when films have kind of like a deeper underlying meaning. Like Get Out, I fucking love Get Out. I think it's such mm. a sick film. But I don't think like I know they are described as horror films, but I don't put Jordan Peele's Get Out or Us in the kind of it is a horror film, but what I'm trying to say is I don't I don't view it as that. I, yeah, I, I think they have great storylines and stuff. Whereas horror films, I think I kind of just see them as this is going to make you jump. This person's probably going to get stabbed, and then the end of the film. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, Does that makes sense. I, I, that's why I don't like them as well, though, because I think they're a bit like. Um... Well, they're very predictable. It's, they're it's kind of the same reason why I don't like Marvel films. Um, yeah, I'm with you 100 percent on that. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, Stevie, have you seen Jordan Peele's films? Yes, in both of them. Um, get Out, I loved. Yeah, but I, I just couldn't get my brain around the hypnosis and the brain swip swapping stuff. Yeah, it became like it went from what I thought was an incredible film to a bit of a oh, mm. and it's gone stupid. Yeah, like it's like, and that bothered it a bit. Um, Us, I liked more. I think as a horror because. It was there from the get-go as one of those type of films. Mm. So I already knew it was not accurate as a thing, um, which made me be able to enjoy it more. Whereas Get Out, I thought I was really enjoying it. And then out of nowhere, it's kind of ruined it, I thought. I I, um, I preferred Get Out. I I don't I I don't understand the ending of us, and I, I know I'm going to seem pretty uncultured and or, or like, oh, how can you not get it? But I just didn't get the deeper meaning behind it. So to some there care- are, um, they're the sort of films that it's really helpful to sort of go and watch YouTube videos about afterwards. I always yeah. That's that. exactly what I did. I yeah. Googled the second I finished and, that uh, film. And so the like, oh, ending, when's it explain- when it is explained is, is, I won't give it away, but there's like a meaning that's very obvious. Mm. And then there's like a, another one, another sort of secret ending where, that you can work out. And then there's another one after that, which I hadn't, no idea about i'll tell you about it after this but okay i just thought it was really clever um nice have you yeah. have you seen the um the alternate ending on youtube to get out yeah, yeah. that's really good that's how i thought the film was gonna end that was yeah. my prediction so i'm kind of glad that they 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 didn't do that because i didn't mm. want it to be a predictable ending but just just before we move on it was just i just reminded it just reminded me about us because us is quite bloody isn't it it's quite gory yeah, yeah. um i was in the car I, I apologize if i've said this before but i was in the car um with jordan and uh one of my mates who we didn't re- we don't really know that well he just comes to play for my five side team he was in the back and uh I'm not really somebody that partakes in this kind of conversation, but this this guy is. That's probably why we're not that close. But he was talking about like oh shagging a girl, and uh, he was talking about um, how 
he slept with her when she was on her period and he went um oh it was uh, oh it was covered the bed was covered in blood there was all sorts going on and i'd just seen us so i just turned to jordan and went oh mate that reminds me of us (laughs) 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 the guy guy in the back is like what have you just said um, it's one of those films isn't it they did that with netflix as you I think they named it uh, partially for, like, if, if you said to me, oh, what are you doing? And I'd just reply saying, I'm watching you. Yeah, and yeah. It kind of adds to that kind of thing. Yeah, that's oh, very yeah. good. That's very clever, that. Um, mm. What do you think of you? Uh, it's I thought a, it's just, shit. It got a bit silly, didn't it? I really liked season one. Um, <laughs> but even, even that got a bit silly. Second season was just another level of what the fuck. Just funny when he puts a cap on and he's just invisible. <laughs> no one yeah. can see him. You can't stop watching though, can you? No. I was Why quite... is everyone so good looking in those shows as well? Yeah. It's so yeah. annoying. Because then you would stop watching. Right. Yeah. I, let me just ask you this, right? And I, and I know we're not this kind of podcast. Like we're, we're not like laddie, like True Geordie or anything, right? But the only reason why I ask you this is because me and Fiona have this debate a lot because oh, we, we watch both episodes of you. Which, based on looks alone, which one of Joe's girlfriends do you find more attractive? The first one, Beck, the blonde one, or the second one that he refers to as love, the brunette one? Which one's more attractive to you? I said Beck. The first one. Uh, uh, I only yeah. saw Beck. I don't. I don't know what the second one looks like. Oh, I thought you saw both. No, no. I just I watched like two episodes and was like, "This is fucking awful." I'm not watching this. It really divides opinion with me and Fee because I, I I go for love, but she goes for Beck. So just thought I'd throw that in in the mix there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> to get a bit get, get a bit laddy on you. Shall um, we no, who do you think's back? the fittest? <laughs> yeah. I, I think we'll do I, a poll on. Uh, <laughs> I articulated my point very well. I think so. <laughs> fuck you, both. Shall we go back to our fears? Yeah, this episode's more about horror films in general now, isn't it? Yeah, we've changed it. We've changed it. I, I like it. I like episodes like this. This is how the Meal Deal episode came about. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good because I think people people that listen, they almost feel like they're in the room with us, but they're not because we wouldn't let them anywhere near us. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because of social distancing, not because we hate you. No, because they like a lot of our sort of like listener base looks like they would stink. <laughs> None mm. of them look like Beck or Love. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, we look how we do. For the first time in a while, I'm going to throw to a little ad break there. I'm going to get myself a coffee, perk myself up, and when I come back, uh, hopefully Alfie and Stevie will still be here. And I will. Uh, I've got. A, I've got a little phobia of mine that we haven't spoke about yet that I'd love to throw out. So come back after this quick break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. 
Are you struggling to find something to watch during lockdown? You've drained Netflix, rewatched all your old favourites, and now you need something new? Well, we're here to help. Join us for Clash of the Titles, the podcast where two movies with something in common go head-to-head in a fight to the death. Release the Kraken. Well, not death. We just decide which one is better. When they do a long shot of the crowd in the ivory tower, it's different to the close-up. And if you look closely, you can see E.T., Mickey Mouse, Chewbacca, (laughs) um, Ewoks and C-3PO. So when Wolfgang Peterson went to Spielberg went, yeah, uh, could you maybe um, re-edit uh, my, my movie? Uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg went, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm probably going to cut out? E-f***ing tea, mate. <laughs> I made that. Find your new favourite movie or revisit an old classic with me, Alex Zane, Vicky Crompton and Chris Tilly. New episodes out every Monday and Thursday. Clash of the Titles is a Stakhanov production. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour. Still here with Stevie, still here with Alfie, and uh, I'm joined by a coffee as well now because I was flagging a little bit, but I've I've got it on the go, so it's all good. You coffee fans, boys? Nope. Big uh, fan. Big fan. I find Whoa. it quite immature when someone doesn't when someone says they don't like coffee. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I do. I, I just do. feel like you're just trying to be edgy. No, I just, I just don't really like hot drinks in general. Any, but I like a cold latte. You know those little Starbucks cups oh, you can get. God. So you like coffee then? No, cause I don't like hot drinks. I like I don't mind the flavor of coffee, but I very very rarely have a hot drink of any sort. What about a little cup of hot cocoa? No. <laughs> no, not even full with marshmallows. No, I don't Hello? mind a hot chocolate occasionally, but I don't like it when it's. That hot. I'd prefer a milkshake, a chocolate milkshake to a hot chocolate. Absolute madness. He hasn't that lived, is does he, Alfie? No, he hasn't. That's very close-minded, if you uh, ask me. Yeah. Sorry. Are, 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 you a, are you a hot chocolate fan, Alfie? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Do, you, do you have marshmallows? No, I I, I like it neat. Um, <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so maybe that's a chat for uh, an, an episode a bit later on in the year. But right now, it's, it's a glorious day. The sun is beaming onto my face and somewhat blinding me. So we'll continue with our fears. I've got one for you, lads. Um, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this before because it's quite a big one. I have claustrophobia quite quite b- badly as well um do you yeah m- oh mate massively so like but it's a bit of a i think it's kind of like an extension of claustrophobia so for example it- it's not so much small spaces now like if you put me in like like if you wrap me up in a sleeping bag and zipped it up and i couldn't get out i would shit myself right so i don't like that but what i what i hate most is i can't have anyone touch the bottom half of my legs <laughs> what <laughs> i think it's i think it's claustrophobia like i've googled this for many years now but like i, I can't have fiona touch the bottom of my legs or anything i i literally lash out bottom like of your legs if somebody like if it, right tr- test this test this at one point right if you just grab the bottom of my uh what is it my ankle um i will just I, I will just like thrash out like a magic up like i will kick out big time straight away like i just cannot have anyone anyone do it i i i is used it a, go on is it a grab or is it a touch like if i just place my fingers there sorry no i should rephrase fit like 
it has to be a grab. If you like lock on okay. to the bottom of my leg, not just touch. Yeah, I, I guess that's quite important to to the story. But it, yeah, if you if you grab it, like I will, or even put like a, a large amount of pressure on, I will. I freak out. Like I, when I did the end of when I completed the fifty days of fitness back in October. As a little reward, Fiona booked us like a spa day. And I've never had a spa day before, but um, it was the first time I'd ever had like a massage off a stranger. And I laid on the bed and um, face down in the little hole and stuff. And she's she's doing your shoulder blades scary. and stuff. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> uh, and um, she's doing the shoulder blades, the back, and then she goes down to my legs. And I started like dripping with sweat because i was like i do not want her to touch my ankles as soon as she touched my ankles my whole body went tight and i think i came out of that massage more tense than when i went in <laughs> where do you good. think that stems from have you had a bad experience with a ankle grab uh yeah so when i was it, i i had full-blown claustrophobia i used i couldn't ever go in a lift um uh, small rooms would freak me out the podcast room would have probably freaked me out many moons ago but mm. it all started i've got two little two little kind of moments one i remember i was in an elevator in turkey and i wasn't a big fan of them even then but i went down to the basement instead of going down to the reception floor you know how sometimes in hotels like the the reception isn't floor one it's like no yeah you know I mean? it's like, zero yeah, it's yeah. Like zero so i went down to zero and it took you down into this weird kind of massage parlor actually um and the doors opened and it was all dark and this was at night time so i was like oh fuck no i'm in the wrong bit i'm in the wrong bit so i pressed one the doors shut and then the thing didn't move like the lit the elevator didn't oh. move and i was in there for about 45 minutes and i was what yeah and i was yeah 45 minutes i pressed the bell and everything um and then uh I can't. Rem- I actually can't remember what happened. Obviously, I got. <laughs> obviously, I got out. Spoiler alert! I got out. Um, but no, yeah. So that that freaked me out. And then the, the one that I think is where my legs came from. Uh, I was in a uh, at my nan's house. So I, at the top of the stairs, there was a big suitcase. So I climbed in it, and I got my cousin Jamie to zip me up and uh he zipped me up but he didn't unzip me and i was like get me out get me out but he pissed off and i fell and i and I, I didn't fall down the stairs but i fell like on my face but in this suitcase and i could and i couldn't get out and it was absolutely horrible and uh for some reason that just really really made me scared of small spaces since then and and, and the, i don't really know where the leg thing come from but i imagine it's just kind of like derived off that isn't it it sounds just like the feeling that you don't like the feeling of being trapped. Yeah, mm. I don't like the feeling of being trapped. So, but so you I grab... think it might have started with small spaces, mm. and now it now it's kind of stemmed to a sense of being trapped in any any way. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I remember last year I got trapped in your loo, and oh yeah, you, and you freaked out and kicked the door down. Yeah, and I was fine, but you were you were panicking. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Oh, mate, that's giving me anxiety just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, no, that if that was me in that bathroom, I would have. Oh God, I would have. I'd have thrown up. I would have physically thrown up because I don't know why. I just feel like I know you, if you get trapped somewhere, you'll be like you'll be fine. But yeah, but really like i struggle to see it in the moment i think this is it this is how i go <laughs> like <laughs> trapped in the loo <laughs> yeah but no I, I i um i booted the door down busted the lock off the door and we still don't have a 
still don't have a door so yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> to, to this to this to this day what is um i'd put the 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 suitcase thing in probably up there in one of the scariest moments of my life what would you, what about you boys what's the scariest moment of your lives mine is probably um sleep paralysis oh yes i've had that yeah that oh. is that is awful I, um sorry stevie wasn't it you that's saying you don't believe in this no, we've we've done an episode on it and spoken about it. I said I've never experienced it. Oh right, okay. What did you see, oh, Alfie? Uh, I've had it a few times. I used to get it when I was a kid, um, and I would just wake up and not be able to get up and just be glued to my bed, and I'd be like, "Mom, mom, mom, I can't get up." Um, um but more recently, um, I had one where. Uh, it was, I was in a really deep sleep and um, my girlfriend had got up to go to the loo and I was kind of half awake and I was looking um, at the wall opposite my bed and she walked towards me just mm. to get back into bed yeah. and, then she, and then the door opened and she came through the door so there what? was two of her but what? it was so realistic and um, I w- and then I realised I couldn't get up, and I just started screaming. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it was horrible. It's um, so weird, isn't it? It's yeah. so fucking weird. We have spoken about this before on the podcast, but because I'm sat here with a uh, with Google in front of me, I just wanna um, I just wanna find out what it actually is because a lot of people say they see a demon, don't they? But uh, according to the NHS website, sleep paralysis is when you cannot move or speak as you are waking up or falling asleep. It can be scary, but it's harmless, and most people only get it once or twice in their lives. Uh, I've had it, yeah. It's, it's, it's well weird, isn't it? It's well weird. It is, and it's, and it's so real at mm, the time. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I had it, and I was glued face down to my bed, and I heard my dad come in my room, and he whispered in my ear, are you going to get up yet? And but it, it was all just nothing. I, I, he, my dad didn't even live with us, but it, oh it was so God. real. Like I can, re- I can hear him saying it right now. It was really odd. Oh, it's giving um, me shivers thinking about it. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams, so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah. I imagine with with sleep paralysis, when the first few times it happened to people, it was just like a oh I can't move kind of thing. Like it was scary, but I doubt the demon side of things happened. I think that now happens. This is obviously just me taking a guess, but um, I think it happens because we expect that to be the situation. So your brain automatically links yeah. the two together. Mm, so because yeah. you expect that. Like as soon as you see something dark, you like if you saw a dark alley, your brain might start to see like the shape of a man at the end or a creature or something. Oh. Not there, but your brain's just putting 
what you've seen before or heard of in like films and whatnot yeah to a current situation i think that's what happens with sleep I, paralysis yeah i think you are right i th- like for example if it became a trend well no ju- ju- alfie i'm not saying this to scare you mate but you know when when like, i often mention the demon dog and you don't like it like oh, yeah. i think i think talking about it probably then like if you get sleep paralysis again you'll probably see that and it's like and it's yeah. and don't it, tell him that no Brilliant. no but but is, but, but it's not it's not um it's not alfie trying to like fit in and going yeah i saw that as well it's like because it's been brought to your attention that's something that your subconscious might latch onto in that in that moment does that yeah. make sense? Like I saw, and again, I know I've said this on the pod before, but I saw um, a big figure in the doorway. I, I used to always sleep at my mum's house with the door closed, but the, uh, from what I remember, the door didn't. The, the there wasn't a door in the doorway. There was just this figure, and it had long black hair all over its face. Now I think that's quite a common image from mm. horror films, isn't it? That's not yeah. So the ring, so the grudge. Yeah. So it must be something to do with that but on the nhs website it says what happens during sleep paralysis uh you may feel uh you may feel awake but you cannot move speak or open your eyes uh you may feel like someone is in your room you might you may feel like something is pushing you down and you may feel Mm. frightened um and there's many things that can that, that can cause sleep paralysis but i'll just List off a few for you now. Insomnia, dis- disrupted sleeping patterns, for example, because of shift work or jet lag. Narcolepsy, which is the long, long-term long condition that causes a person to suddenly fall asleep. Uh, PTSD, general anxiety disorder and, and, and panic attacks and stuff like that. So wow. very strange. If anyone out there has, has suffered from uh, sleep paralysis and doesn't mind sharing your stories, then... Um, do mm. get in touch because I'd love to go through. It's we could do a we, we could do a whole episode on it, couldn't we? Sleep sleep yeah. paralysis. I think it'd be it is it is interesting. It's like there's not we don't believe there's like another dimension or anything like that. But that's the closest you'll get to to another realm. Does that make well, sense? It's there on some level, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Even if just in your mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does make you think. Like I, I, I would love to do an episode about. Um, kind of like schizophrenia but i don't know if i'm equipped enough to tackle that um tastefully do you know what i mean yeah but 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 like for example i've watched a lot lot, uh, a lot of documentaries about people that suffer with that condition and and because that's so far away from something i can comprehend it really it really does interest me so Mm. maybe that would maybe that would be a good episode um to do in the future but yeah who, who knows stevie um have you have you got any other fears or not I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I don't. Oh no! Actually, <laughs> sorry. What was the scariest moment of your life? We didn't ask. That's, a, that's the same kind of thing. I, I don't have many moments from my life that were terrifying. Like no. I haven't experienced sleep paralysis. Um, as a kid, I had a few moments where I've been chased by not bullies, but like idiots. Essentially, I remember there was one time when we were younger. I think it was me and my mate um, got chased by some lads on mopeds that we didn't have a clue who they were. So like moments yeah. like that, that's that's the type of thing yeah. I'm scared of. Like Real things life. that could actually happen. And like, I think that, I don't know if that's why that I haven't had sleep paralysis because mm. my brain doesn't comprehend things that aren't real very mm. well. Because yeah. I'll, I'll always look for a logical answer in pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think the scariest things in my life are things that have actually happened and can happen. Um so I'm not a big fan of walking anywhere in the dark, really. But again, as I said last episode, because of idiots, not because mm. of 
Smash the idea what? of a demon or anything. Yeah, see, I'm getting a lot of things come back to me now. I I, I, um, I had a panic attack on the way back from uh, Miami on the plane because I, I just... I, mm. I, I don't like flying, and as soon as I feel a little bit of turbulence, like it, my, my mind goes mad. I'll tell you another thing as well, Stevie. You were there, actually. What about when we were at that Just Eat event, and I thought for a split second in my brain that I'd, <laughs> I'd been at the centre of a, of a of a terror attack? That that was that was that was certainly uh, up there. Like, yeah, but I, luckily, from your terror attack, you lifted your head to see me laughing at you. So yeah, yeah, but in my mind, like in my mind, I couldn't work out what had gone on. Like I, I could, I, I was absolutely. Have we, have we ever actually explained that on here? I'm sure we have. I'm sure we told the story. I, we must have done because I remember we had a pub crawl a few days after, and, and I like told the story to like oh my every God. single person. But it's funny; it almost became a meme because I'd like tell the story four times, then someone else would come and you'd be like, "Jack, tell the story." I'd be like, "Right, okay, well, I'll tell the story." But <laughs> I think I heard it about thirteen times in a day, and I was there. Yeah, but it's a bloody good story. But yeah, for, any, for anyone that doesn't know, I got myself and Stevie and Jordan after recording a podcast probably around about this time last summer we um we went to uh just eat food festival event i think around brick lane kind of way and um an advertising hoarding fell off of a wall and hit me on the back of the head and pinned me against um this bench and uh, have you did you ever hear about this alfie no, I've not heard this stuff. What? <laughs> what? It seems weird, doesn't it, Stevie, when we speak to someone that hasn't heard it because I've told it. I so feel like everyone times. should know it by this <laughs> yeah. point. But yeah, it was weird because we were sat next to some fucking made in Chelsea, like B listers or whatever. No, or Z listers, I should say. And um, it was so strange because I was like, I'll go and grab that little space on the bench over there. We were on top of this, we were on this rooftop terrace. Stevie mm. and Jordan went to get the drinks. And um, I just. It was almost in my, in my brain. It was almost like a delay between the pain and the sound. So I heard this bang, and then like this ringing in my ears. And I've gone from just sitting in the sun to one minute. This man like going, "Are you all right, mate? You're right." And like looking dead into my face. My face is sideways on the bench, and I'm like, "Don't know what's going on." He's like, "You got a bit of blood on your nose because somehow it got me between the eyes as well." And <laughs> I genuinely, not to make light of, of, of these kind of real issues that happen in the world, but in that split second, I can't describe it any other way than genuinely thinking I'd been in a terror attack because I'm in London, I'm on a rooftop, everything's fine, I'm in a crowded area, bang, and now I've got blood on my face and I can't see out of my eyes. Horrible. Mate, it was, it was literally one of the scariest moments of my life. Uh, and I think it was one of the scariest moments for uh, the boss of Just Eat as well, because he, 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 he <laughs> worrying if I'm going to sue. I debated it, but then I realised I'm not American, so mm. didn't, didn't bother. But yeah, that's that's definitely up there. It was an exciting day. I, I all I have in my mind right now is whether ISIS would want to attack Maiden Chelsea and Towie Stars. I, th- I don't think they they really care as long as they get a load of people. If if that was to happen and it went into the newspapers, where on that list of stars do you think you'd you'd find your name? What do you mean? So you're all dead. Yeah. You all die. Every single one of you. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to go for the headline. Who was one of the bigger people there? Rylan Clark. So that says a lot. Yeah. So Rylan was there. Yeah. Say so he was one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, where where do you think your name would fall between someone like Rylan or Sam Thompson from Maiden Chelsea? I above Sam, below Rylan. 
Okay. Like, but 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 I I think I would get name checked, which I'm pretty buzzing about. Do you know what I mean? Like I I always think like it's a hard one because I don't particularly think I'm famous, but then obviously I know I'm known. So whenever I go on a long plane journey, and I know I told Robbie Knox this recently on the pod, but I always tweet something utterly ridiculous because I know they'll probably use my last tweet. It, like if that plane goes down, they'll probably go. On on the flight was was a UK YouTuber, Jack Mate. Uh, he tweeted just a few seconds before the plane took off in this terrible tragedy. So I always put like, um, if the uh, if this plane goes down, please tell my mum to hide my cum socks or something like that. Because it's like, <laughs> how are they? How are they ever going to feature that on the news? Oh. But what do you want to be known for once you die? If you could be known for anything, what do you want to be known for? God, <laughs> I, I was not going well at the moment, is it? So, ah, you never know. You, you you got a bit of a you're you're a bit of an, a, a a man about town. You got a name going. Oh, yeah, for you great, know? Stevie White 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 popcorn <laughs> nonce, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Man about town. He's a bit of a face now, isn't he? He's a bit of a name. He's getting out there. Yeah. It would say Stevie, Stevie, Jack's friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Should we leave it there? Yeah. <laughs> right what this, even was this episode i don't know but i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed it see this is i've liked thing. it i like these episodes when we can go off in tangents i think sometimes we put ourselves in a box far too soon because the title of the episode we let define where the episode goes but we're going to stick two fingers up to that in the coming weeks especially uh during lockdown maybe we'll be a bit more structured once we get back in that glorious boiling hot studio but for now We'll continue as we are. Um, thanks for thanks for sharing, opening up, and telling me all about your horror film phobias, uh, Alfie. No probs. Anytime. Uh, and Anytime. Stevie, thanks once again for being my right-hand man. That's all right. I didn't really open up about anything today, did I? No, because you're not scared of anything because you're so no, hard. I say Alfie. that. I do have a bit of a weird... It's not a fear, but I do have a weird thing that's just crossed my mind. Well, unfortunately, it's the end of the episode, so I'm lucky. <laughs> Sorry about that. Guys, hold this, on, hold this, on. This... <laughs> Last week, last weekends yeah. on Watch Out, there's a fake fucking plastic shark behind you. Oh, which yeah. I hated. Yeah. And now this. Right, yeah. So if anyone if anyone has listened to the end of the show, we I want you to tweet me, Alfie and Stevie, or the Happy Hour account. Let us know that you, you listened to the end of the show. And you can do that by tweeting. <laughs> Actually, just tweet Stevie this week. Oh, and, ju- and, and just tweet him with no context. Just say, shut the fuck up, Stevie. And I want to say <laughs> <laughs> I want to see everyone tweet that. So, Stevie, hopefully you've got no poignant messages to get across on social media this week. The replies <laughs> All and... I'm going to get back is at Stevie11White. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Imagine if you're if this is the week your parents die and you have to break the news. On... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Don't say this is the week your parents die. Like there is a set week. <laughs> Oh, it's finally the, the week. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Stevie. <laughs> Guys, this has been Chat Bates Happy Hour. We'll see you in a few days. Cheers. <laughs> Jack Mate's Happy Hour. <laughs>